0: And thank you for tuning in. This is episode one double zero seven. That's right, James Bond, Golden Man. Do a reference in there. It's
1: 1007. Welcome, minions. And you can't really say that until episode like one hundred and seven.
0: Yeah, that's like seven weeks away.
1: I know, but that's two weeks in a row. You jumped the whatever. Gun, episode jump,
0: one oh.
1: Jump the Golden Gun. Episode one hundred. One hundred. One hundred. The big. What does that in Latin? It's uh, C. The big C. Lexino. That's something
0: different in America, but okay.
1: Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna fly my big C proudly.
0: Uh, go for it, sure. Alright. Um so uh, as I said, this is episode one hundred, so we got some stuff planned, so it's gonna be a little bit different than normal episodes. Yep. You guys have already heard Tim. He welcomed all you minions already. Yes,
1: welcome all you minions once again.
0: So, Tim, what have you been up to this week?
1: Well, um yesterday was the fourth of July.
0: Oh wait, wait, where are we?
1: Well, yes, we are in Megabyte, which is an awesome pizza parlor with all sorts of video game decorations, and they have beer, Okay. and they have actual arcade games. I'm glad that's what I'm drinking. They have PCs um, set up with, um, I think they're they're Alienware Alphas, actually.
4: I think
2: they are. um,
1: With uh, different games you can play if you put in money, um, but it's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, But the decorations are awesome, like Zelda on the walls, Super Mario, all sorts of stuff. Very video game friendly. um, pizza parlor.
0: Exactly. That's the reason why we're here.
1: Yes, at the Megabytes in Orchards.
0: In Orchards. Yep. Sorry, Matt.
1: So, um, 4th of July, I recorded a bit of audio from last night from my neighborhood. Oh, did you? I did. Um, So we can uh, play that whenever, but... So our neighborhood goes nuts every 4th of July like this is the last year where in the city of Vancouver it's legal to buy the are you city? Of, no
0: because I'm not I'm county so. I am also
1: so I don't know what next year will be like this year was as crazy as any other year except yep. except for my street my street was silent and usually I'm lighting off tons of stuff my neighbor across the street is lighting off tons of stuff and neither of us were it was kind of weird
0: that's strange
1: so I you, kinda,
0: you guys just walk out there and shake hands but good game Thanks not coming.
1: I don't think he was home. Okay. Um, and, yeah. It would have been the
0: perfect year to burn his house down.
1: It would have. It could have done it, but it didn't. Um, this is the second year I haven't lit fireworks. I think I might be done. It's okay. It's kind of sad, but it's hard for me to spend that kind of money. It's very expensive. It's insanely expensive. Where I have to save from January on just to afford to blow things up. But there's still plenty of other people lighting up stuff. Um, my family came up. We had a little barbecue. Barbecue some chicken, had a little fire pit going in the backyard. Nice. Watched everybody else's fireworks. That was cool. And then today, after we slept in, because we stayed up till like after midnight because the explosions, so, we woke up late, but it was still Adventure Time Tuesday. Wait, wait. A theme song.
0: Adventure Time. Come on, grab your friends. We're
4: going
3: to.
1: That's the first time we got to do that this year. Yep. So Adventure Time Tuesday, uh, we got into the the van, and we drove about... The Adventure Time Tuesday van. It's either 40 or 60 miles. It's like an hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes. That's uh, a long drive. Pretty far into the booties. Um, And we got almost all the way there. We were literally 1.6 miles away from our destination. You're
0: about to have some adventures. Wait,
1: I should back up. So the night before, I gave the kids a clue about what the the, the destination was. Uh-huh. And I drew a picture of a butt with an arrow pointing toward the crack. <laughs> and the kids were like, butt crack? Where'd I go to butt crack? <laughs> so I found this place called Butte Creek.
0: Oh, my gosh. So, you know, butt crack. Yeah, butt crack.
1: Uh, falls, which is this beautiful falls. So you can actually walk behind it. And then... Um, it kind of cascades over the rocks like a sheet okay not just a little stream but like four or five little streams it looks really cool online and it's also like I said really far out so it's not super like there's not tons of people at it like the Falls or whatever yeah so it looked really cool we had a lunch pack and everything so anyway
0: well that's good you had a lunch pack it
1: is very good I had a lunch pack that'll come into play so we get within 1.6 miles we get onto a gravel road with huge potholes somewhere along the way um my tire gets punctured. And I know that because there's a little light, I have those active tire pressure things, yeah. and uh, the light goes on on my dash, I'm like, uh-oh, I know what that means. <laughs> I get out and look, and sure enough, one of the tires, the rear, um, is starting to deflate, and I can hear it. I still got a little bit of air left, and I'm like, this is the decision point when you like choose your own adventure, or if it's a telltale game, Yeah. do I press forward and reach the goal, or do I turn back for safety? Well... Please
0: I, tell me you press forward, and you wreck.
1: No, and I,
3: burned no, up, and you this is not, this and you is not The Walking
1: and, Dead. I had yeah. a happy ending. I turned back. I got off the dirt road. I got um, pulled off to the side, and started trying to get my spare tire, but what I didn't know is that my spare tire's in a really weird location, and eventually I gave up and called AAA. We got... I'm shortening the story because it's boring. Yes, um, I got the tire replaced. Um, got to a tire shop. Got the original tire fixed. We got home safe. But that was the whole day. Our whole day was literally getting a flat tire. That was the adventure.
0: Hashtag awesome adventure time Tuesday. Yeah. Along
1: the way, we did see a uh, like a a dead guy. No, uh, we did see kind of. We saw um, vultures on the road, like, picking a rabbit carcass or something. That's pretty cool. That was kind of cool. There were, like, six of these vultures. Huh. We also saw um, a cute little uh, doe and her fawn. That was were nice. The, were,
0: were the crows picking at it, too?
1: No, no. They yeah. were on that dirt road um, that we got the flat on. Oh, the yeah. last thing we saw was They cool. were laughing
0: at you. They are like, ha, ha,
1: ha, ha, ha. We saw pioneer cemetery. That's pretty cool. We stopped and took some pictures. There was a um, really messed up
0: gravestone.
1: Um, I should read you this inscription. Okay. So it says, Little Jim was her perfect child. He died before the others were born and before she had cause to change her mind. <laughs>
0: That's kind of messed up.
1: She's saying her dead kid is better than her living ones. Yeah, she's
0: like, you were the perfect child because you died before. I could hate you. That was
1: a super messed up gravestone. I had to take a picture of that. That's pretty awesome. I actually put that on my Instagram. I've never seen something that messed up in person. I've seen other... That's
0: like sword and skill status right there. I've seen
1: some... Yeah, absolutely. I've seen some weird gravestones, um, like online and stuff, but that was the weirdest one I've seen.
0: That's pretty messed up.
1: So that was kind of our Adventure Time Tuesday fail edition. Okay. We'll try again next week. Okay. But what have you been up to this week?
0: So, this week I went to, well, 4th of July was yesterday.
1: So, what did you do for 4th?
0: So, we always go to my wife's friend's uh, house. They've got a pool and they blow up a ton of fireworks in front. So, we did that um, and it was too cold to swim. Even though their pool is 90 degrees, I was too big with ch- chicken to jump in and then have to get out in the cold. So, I just, yep, yep. So, I just laid out on the. Uh, they have like a cabana thing with like chairs and like a couch and sofa and stuff underneath it. So I just laid on the sofa. So you didn't do anything
1: fun this weekend.
0: So I I drank beer, on a cabana thingy.
1: No, I mean before the. Oh, but
0: alive. that before that was my uh, anniversary weekend. So we went to the beach, and hung out there, my wife and I. We did Friday night. You stopped Saturday. We stopped
1: at lots of places. It we did like a lot of fun.
3: So we
0: went Friday night to Saturday. So Friday night, we went to an old Irish pub in downtown Seaside, Oregon. And that was pretty cool. And then Saturday morning, we got up, and we went down to Cannon Beach, Oregon. And we went to Pelican Brewing and hit up Pelican Brewing. I had a beer there. My wife had their homemade root beer, and she said it was amazing. Cool. So then she got a root beer float there as well. Nice. And then we went from there... We walked to Cannon Beach and did a bunch of cool things right at Cannon Beach. And then we went to an Italian place for dinner, for our anniversary dinner. And then we walked over to the Seaside Brewing and tried out their beer, which I was very disappointed in.
1: So not the best?
0: That was a terrible beer. Luckily, it was free. Okay. So uh, I tipped a guy. I've been listening to the Sip Podcast, yes. and he should always tip on if they give you something free the value of the item. So I tipped him the value of the beer plus a 10%. Oh, I'm so, so...
1: I'm so proud of you right yeah, now. Yeah,
0: so it wasn't a 20% because the beer sucked and it did take like 15, 20 minutes to get out there. So I gave him a 10 but I gave him the full price of the beer. So he got more than like what normal people would have gave him. No, so,
1: you did You did well.
0: So I did that and then... Especially uh, if
1: the beer was crap. Yeah,
0: the beer, would, the beer sucked. That was bad. Like my wife's like, are you going to finish that? I was like, I'm going to finish it but it's not going to be pleasant. So... Um, we did that, and then after the anniversary, we came back, and that was 4th of July. Uh, we walked on the beach a couple of times. The beach there is really nice, actually. it's pretty warm sand. Yep. Um, we didn't play in the waves at all or anything like that, so we nice walked work. around. It was fun. Looked at some cool stuff. There was a beauty pageant, Miss like Oregon or something <laughs> like that going on. So I got to see a bunch of, like, blonde bimbos walking around town, and they're like,
3: blah, 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 blah.
0: Whatever, you love it. And there was, like, this, like, one blonde bimbo that could not understand how to order wine, and she's like, I want it to be dry when it hits the back of my throat, and all I could think was, like, inappropriate things, I was like, that's not it, okay. (laughs) Then I got in trouble with my wife for saying that out loud. I'm not sure if she heard that or not, because she kind of gave me a weird look after that, but whatever. I had a couple beers at that point. I wasn't really caring, so... Nice. Yep. yep. So, we did that. Zach gets in trouble. Exactly. So, uh, that was this weekend, but we have a bunch of other stuff that's special to episode 100, so we're just kind of powering through this week, Tim. Sure. So, site news.
1: Um, well, that was kind of what I wanted to get to, is that we'll be giving aways in celebration of our 100th episode. Throughout the week, I'm going to drop some tweets, and I might make a code specific, or I might not. We have about 14 codes to give away. I might tell you what it is so that you can, you know, if you have Steam, for example, or don't have Steam, um, wh- where you can grab it or not, um, but we'll be giving away a lot of stuff, so you want to watch our Twitter account this week, which is at, uh, Plug and play cast. Yep. On Twitter. Um, that's it, basically, for site news. Sweet. we uh, we we'll talk about what games we've been playing? Yeah. What you been playing?
0: So this week, I've been playing, uh, some more Need for Speed. Uh-huh. I played a little bit of more MXGP2. Okay. That was pretty fun, um, I'm trying to think, there was another game I played, uh, blah, 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 blah,
3: blah,
0: blah, blah. I don't remember the name of the other game, I only played it for a little bit, it wasn't very long, uh, I'll talk about it next week, I'm sure I'll remember when I get home and look at my Steam account, um, but I have been watching Overwatch, and that game looks amazing. You
1: need to get Overwatch, I know it's 60 bucks. or no, 50 No it's not, 50. it's Oh, you gotta get that. I know, right? I think you would really enjoy that you did you see
0: to- my tweet where I was like I've been seeing all these stupid GoFundMe campaigns I'm thinking about starting F- my own campaign
1: GoFundZack's Overwatch addiction
0: exactly so as of this episode guys head over to GoFundMe.com and <laughs> check out Zack's Overwatch campaign We <laughs> <laughs> need to get the <laughs> game
1: so I haven't been playing much um, I wrapped up Grand Kingdom
0: oh thank god I,
1: think I just got to finish that was
0: terrible wasn't it
1: other than maybe uh, going in and getting some more video from my review I'm, I'm pretty much done with that. I just started up um, stories... Wait, wait, wait. Did just, you
0: destroy the Big Bouncing booby Girls dynasty or whatever? I fought
1: against her a couple times. Did you win? Oh uh, Yeah. Nice. Um, so there was a game that I heard about actually on com from Roger. He reviewed, Aww, snap. He reviewed uh, stories, The Path of Destinies, and it looked really cool, but it was like uh, 15 bucks. So I put it on my wish list and sort of forgot about it. Okay. But today it popped up, or not yesterday, was when I saw it. It was seven fifty, which is half price for okay. normal people, and then $6 for us, plus people.
3: Oh, nice. And
1: I'm a plus people, so I grabbed it up. Tim like, a plus people. I had, like, $12 in my PlayStation wallet. So, Stories of Path of Destinies, um, you play as this... You kind of look like Star Fox in a way, but... That's cool. But, like, uh, you have an eye patch, so you're, like, badass Star Fox.
0: Oh, so you're, like, the wolf of Star Fox.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's cool. And, but you're, a, like, a buccaneer or a swashbuckler or whatever. Huh. Um... So, you have uh, you have a sword, and you're basically slashing enemies. And it comes at the end of the chapter. You have a choice, um, and depending on the choice, the game kind of changes, like what you do. There's chapters. Yeah. From what I've heard, you have to play through the game several times to get the actual real ending. But it's okay. really really fast. Yeah. And the graphics look great, and I'm really enjoying it.
0: Sweet. Well, you want to take a break or you want to head over to Tech Talk real quick?
1: Let's uh, skip Tech Talk for now because I see our guest arriving.
0: Yes, and his family. All right, so we'll, Sweet. Take a quick we'll break. be right back after this music break, guys. So, guys, it's time to kick it.
1: That's my line. Yeah,
0: well, we can go for it.
1: All right, let's kick it. All
0: right, (laughs) so. So we are joined by Matt from Ink Whiskey. Hey what's going on guys? So you were the first campaign that we talked about back on the Nightcast before we even had a Kickstarter, before yeah, Tim was even before here. Before my
1: trademark kicking.
0: Before his trademark kicking. Very
4: thankful for the early exposure too, by <laughs> the way guys. That was a that was a hard <laughs> earned road right there. I, we meet, we emailed everyone to try and get us to feature you and you happened to be somebody that was local here in town and gave us a shot so that was awesome nice.
0: oh, we both have me. at least one in our household so. yeah yeah two. well
4: and everything else that we come up with we just send you guys free stuff because you it's were on the awesome. ground floor. so yeah i bring it to parties with me everywhere i go people are like where'd you get that i was like go to inkwhiskey.com hopefully people are <laughs> losing their minds still yeah, yeah exactly yeah, people like, do lose their
1: mind for the cap gun oh I bring that up. yes God, when I the capper
4: gun to... is mega heavy we yeah. like that one a lot people yeah. really yeah. enjoy that one uh, uh, we just went to RTX, the Rooster Teeth Gaming Expo, and they, they had the same reaction. It's one of those things online you can't really see. No, you gotta. Uh, you, hold can't, it. you gotta feel it. You gotta hold it. It's like, oh, this is the zapper gun, but like, what can't this thing open? You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. It's like, yeah. heavy. Probably <laughs> you all it is. I mean, it's Skulls it's heavy. and bottles and you know, car windows. Car right. windows, can, Whatever. We should bring that to Pax next year. Then I won't. Need Inglisky does not support. You know. <laughs> Obviously, breaking into car windows or opening space. But plug and play does. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's uh, self protection
0: gear right there.
4: Yeah, for next yeah I don't know if that
1: PAX has a weapon check.
4: Oh, well, there you go. Maybe you just have to get an orange little it, tag on it. I need it the for the paint, after
0: yeah. parties, is what I need it for. For the after, yeah. You yeah, see, I get into a lot of. Like mishaps at after hold you parties. Back some a lot of mishaps, fights. mishaps. You're
4: about to say fights. No, I like that you mishaps. corrected with mishaps. Yeah, there, I get into a lot of mishaps. I'm. To be honest, I wouldn't want to be the guy that that enters a mishap with you. I mean, you're. I mean, he got
1: almost into a fist fight with a guy over at Telltale Games. No. he was, was talking trash, talking,
0: about talking shit about the Walking Dead Telltale game, and I was like, all right, yeah. it's he time
4: was ready. to go. He was right. That was the glove slap. <laughs> that was the modern day was. glove he was slap. Ready to like, go. You I, talk shit about I, the Telltale. T- like,
0: Tim was like like almost on board of being part of the podcast that year he wasn't even at PAX as like he wasn't even officially at Tim, PAX with me Tim would
4: be the muscle yeah, if you Tim were was in a like thing like back that like, like, yeah, you would have been girl, like alright right, like yeah, yeah
1: but I cool. didn't want to be committed to this fight so I was it, holding him back Yeah, Tim's like, you, oh, you have
4: five guys you can take on five guys See? written right, on that's your that's arms what I've been easily so like, <laughs> I don't want to tell him this cause then he'll be looking for five guys he's gonna be yeah he can take on you know one guy
0: maybe the same fight this guy's gonna be taking on the rest
1: I get to finish when he starts
4: that's great yeah that's great. is hey, why we uh, go uh, to the
0: same after parties. That way I can just yell his name out and he comes running and he goes, what the hell are you doing? I said, fight them. Go. I was about to say,
4: you've got a very juggernaut type build. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he, he calls me, you come running and see. just everybody knocks out of the way. It's like full linebacker. Like like, Ooh, look at that. Oh, thanks, oh, very pizza. thanks very much.
1: Pizza has arrived. Yes. Do you
0: want to go give that to your family real quick? I was about to say,
4: this is an excellent venue for this. It's like, we're surrounded by a bunch of these old video games, and, like, you know, there's pizza, and they already <laughs> bought me beer, and it's like, all right, I don't know what you're trying to do to me, but I'm into whatever's going to happen tonight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we have some ideas. Later. Yeah, we'll, we'll <laughs> we got some plans. Yeah, we got yeah. some plans. So why don't you go give that
4: to I'm your family gonna, I'm, real I'm, quick? your two pineapple. Two seconds, like,
1: time out. So... While he's gone for a second, we should probably go over some of our other favorite Kickstarters from Days Gone Past.
0: Okay, Since so... we're not
1: doing any new Kickstarters this week. That's pretty true. So, what jumps to your mind?
0: Well, I got one coming at the, up at the end of this episode, so stay tuned. Okay, got an uh, I got an interview coming up at the end of this episode. Okay. Ardu Boy. Ardu Boy That was it. yours. That was good. That was yours. Um, Ardu Boy jumps to mind. Um, okay. I'm trying to think back. Uh, <laughs> we had the stick and the wheel. That was pretty freaking cool. That was funny. That was pretty awesome. We got horns of some kind over here. My daughter's like trying to give
1: me a clue. Just say it. What Just if... say it.
3: Little bub. Oh,
1: little bub last that week. That was last week. I'm it trying to think week. further back. What the uh, hell did I do last week? Remember Loomable? Lumable? That's Luma right. You can
0: pee and poop and have different colors underneath you.
4: you oh that? yeah, I didn't see that. Kick. I'm sorry, I'm back now.
0: <laughs> just so you guys know, I'm here. We're trying to hit up different kick that we've uh, highlighted in the past that we've enjoyed. Yeah,
1: Lumable, so I can go pee okay. and miss, and uh, not miss, and yet not turn the light on and blind myself. So I like the Lumable. That was a good one.
0: You <laughs> in a club, you know?
1: Yeah, totally. Party pee. Exploding
0: kittens, I was just told by a third year over here.
1: Exploding kittens is I actually epic.
0: met him. His name is Matt as
4: well. Mm-hmm. Matt, I met him too. I did. Okay. I met him at Emerald um, City Comic Con just yeah. a few
1: months ago. When you open the box and it out that's pretty epic.
4: Yes, and uh, he—I uh, gave him some of my stuff. He liked it so much, he gave me a signed copy of Exploding
0: Kittens right then and there. He nice. to shake his hand and everything. Yeah, it was a super that's cool. cool.
4: Guy. <laughs> yeah, the oatmeal guy.
0: He's—he's—he's. He's, he's, he's that's super fun. cool. I'm trying to think of any other Kickstarters we've done except for the one I did. Oh, we've done me. a
1: lot, but I mean, I'm trying to think of memorable ones.
0: I really just think that. Uh, that stick and wheel, man. <laughs> that was pretty freaking awesome. Oh
1: wow! There <laughs> was that one I backed that didn't didn't get funded, the poo sling. What's
0: that? Poo poo sling? That's,
1: that's so you strap yourself to oh, a tree. Oh, so that's
0: right, the poo sling. So you can poop in the woods. He was going to buy that for
4: me. Oh boy, for I, hunting.
1: I backed it for a dollar because he was going to shout us out on Twitter, and I thought that was hilarious. Is that
0: really the brand that you're poo
3: going for? Poo yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely.
0: Project Ukulele. I backed that. Project, okay. That's the creators of Banjo Kazooie. Okay. Underneath yeah, the right. new name. Right. Um, that will be good. I'm trying to think what else I got in the works. Uh, what else do I got as down here? As far as
1: physical got. objects, honestly, none of them have been as good as the whiskey. No. Like my ball, the suction cups gave out my light up Jump rope, I don't use. It's I'm one still of those waiting for problems.
0: my nerd culture half naked woman bookmark coming in. There. Remember that? Remember that? It was, was like five bucks. i was
1: trying to forget because that was embarrassing. You was know,
0: like,
4: actually, so I I, I back kickstarters relatively frequently too. I did get Pine A4. They did just um, it was like a little computer chip mm-hmm. that you can make like almost a tablet out of, and like if oh, you, like you know, a like, chip? yeah, it was it was very similar to like Raspberry Pi, except yeah. you know, sort of like, um, like a little bit more generation? advanced, yeah. I did back that, and then I got it, and I realized it was like, I think I valued the technology more than I valued like what I can do with it. I have it my house, and I'm like, oh shit, I don't know anything about any of this so, Like maybe I should talk to somebody or put
0: this on eBay or something. Yeah. Tim got one of those too. Not that, maybe not that same exact one. Right.
1: Yeah, I can't remember what it's called now. It hasn't shipped yet.
0: Oh, I thought you got yours in. No. Oh.
4: No. You got a pair of French shoes too. French that, shoes? Yeah, they were supposedly they were supposed to what they were called uh, uh some woolies or I don't know something like that. Well, basically they're made out of wool and you there were shoes that you didn't have to wear socks with. Okay. And I, I backed it. Finally, months and months later, I finally got it and uh, the size is wrong. This is a French company that runs off of European sizes and I I got them. I put them on my feet. And my Your feet toes were brushed. all stretched up. I like my I mean this is. Too much information. My feet smell pretty badly, which is why I wanted to have shoes that had no socks, I and mean, yeah. maybe they were like spun silver in there or something. And yeah. Needless to say, I her. couldn't even try it because, like, I walked around them for a day, and my wife was like, "You look like you're in pain. Like, you need to stop. <laughs> your face is unsettling to
1: look at." Well, I paid for these. I gotta wear them. Yeah, I was like
4: I gotta wear them. And they were like size nines, and like I'm a. Tw- I'm like 11 and a half, 12. Yeah. So not e- not so even close. Yeah, you know, And they're uh, very, very painful, and I still haven't gotten around to sending them
0: back.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
4: it's very true. But Kickstarter is lovely, isn't it? Well, like, Kickstarter just, like, is. I'm trying to think of,
0: like, Indiegogo ones. We did a robot one off Indiegogo one time.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, the one- They've got verbal cues, actually. They're cheating a little bit. Yeah, yeah we got we got a girl over here. bank, my daughter. Yeah. yeah.
1: What? Pancakes. Oh, the, there was a robot pancake, Okay. <laughs> Uh, it was a you put it over it the griddle, robot it 3D printed pancakes, it squirted the dough into patterns. You're yeah. kidding me. No, that was pretty cool.
0: cool. Did you back that's that one? That's awesome. There was the it was
1: expensive,
4: but it looked cool. I backed one that was a butter sprayer, okay, like that you put a stick of butter yeah. into. I talked about up. that one, yes. Boom. That one was super cool. I, I, thought, it? I thought to myself, like, yeah. that's way better than the aerosol can stuff uh, that you can yeah. get at the store or whatever. And like. It always tastes a little funny. Like I just want to be able to stick my own butter in, have my own aerosol, and just. You know. I never got around back. Back to.
0: Me. Back to the world. Damn, back
1: but getting back to you, we backed both of your campaigns. Yes,
0: we did. Thank you very and much. Yep, I appreciate we, it. Yep, last June, last June,
4: as uh, when we did the uh, the bar four tender. items. Yep, we did the bartender line. So I don't know
1: if I missed it the first time around, but you had the ingenious idea of dropping the warp pipe into the. Um,
4: yeah, we call that a pipe
1: bomb. Right. That was pretty yeah. cool. That was after I the just, fact though, right? I just saw that for the first the fact, time like yeah. a month okay. ago and I'm like, wow, what didn't it take Sort of yeah. a
4: happy accident. Uh see what it was is our manufacturers thought that we had designed uh the pint glass and that the um, that it was a shaker. They thought that we had designed a shaker oh. and that the top was actually the shot glass mm-hmm. so they had a huge miscommunication basically and they thought like hey there's going to be some bleed through here like they kept advising me like you might want to change some of the lines you have on the top of the kegaman pint glass um because it doesn't match up with the warp pipe shot glass and like that's your lid right and we said no and we actually had it designed perfectly so like that the warp shot glass can go into the mm-hmm. the double point and and make yeah like it was a we first started calling it a pixel bomb, but that was kind of a little effeminate, so we decided to pipe bomb. it. Pipe goes, bomb, yeah, yep. that that's sounds cool. like a man's, like, <laughs> that sounds like a man's dream. That's really cool. Yeah, it was cool. So at RTX, every time we offer that, we had a... You had a pipe bomb special? Basically, we had a pipe bomb special, and people would, like, oh, it was it was a great upsell. People would be like, wow, that's amazing. Like, yeah, <laughs> let's, let's totally do that. I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm just getting along in the years, but if I'm going to have my alcohol, it's going to be... I mean, you guys have had drop shots, right? Oh yeah. It's
1: been a while. It's, yeah. I was about
4: to say that that's a ticking time bomb. That's oh, twenty yeah. minutes, and you're not gonna remember like what <laughs> happens after that. You have twenty minutes left after yeah, that point. Yeah, exactly. You might as it as hits well just, your liver just drive then, home real quick. Yeah, you gotta get home. Just before, just before it yeah, hits you. get somewhere alone because you're about <laughs> to lose it. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. It must been my twenty-first birthday. I went out with two of my good buddies, and we had car bombs, and I was like. Yeah, after that point, the whole night was on fast forward. I just did
0: not remember. Yeah. We had my bachelor party. There were some weird photos after that.
1: I should get some of those for blackmail.
0: Yeah, we've erased, I think, all of them.
1: Except for one.
0: Yeah, I do have one (laughs) (laughs)
3: too.
0: I probably should erase that, though, before somebody at my house stumbles across it. I was about to say, you you might know somebody who's a hacker. You might just get in there and get it. I'm going to get it. You're gonna be in the next Miley Cyrus, man. I'm <laughs> gonna be famous. <laughs> yeah. All right. As long as Plug and Play comes up to me and starts paying the bills, I saw the money. I'll put matters. a watermark on yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> the bottom. Plug and Play. There we go. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plug and Play. Watermark on the bottom. They won't. They won't buy to divorce me? You can just be like, look, it's from Plug and Play. There's a watermark down the bottom, right? I don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. It was staged.
4: Everybody was staged.
0: No, so, <laughs> you had the first successful Kickstarter. You that went on to the second one. We did. How did that second one go for you? How was doing a second one? How was your nerves going into it? Obviously the first one, like you said, you were looking around to get your name out there. Yeah. How did the second one go?
4: The second one was, um, uh, that's actually a really good question. Yeah. The second one, it's really nervous because when, whenever you come up with one really good product and it takes off. Like as the CEO of my company, I, I, I think constantly like, okay, was it just that like I made one good product and this is my lucky break in the world and this is what separates me or whatever? Or like, am I actually dialed into a certain culture that likes to do certain things? I'm like, I could continuously make products that like, you know, please people or like make them happier or that would work. And so, so, doing the second one was very much more like, okay, did I just have a one-off or am I actually a successful businessman and, and, and I know what the market wants? Yeah. And so, when I launched the second one, um, a lot of the people who backed were return customers from the first one, which is really great. Or, nice. And like from the stuff we bought before. And then, uh, all the other ones were actually from Kickstarter itself. Like, I looked at my demographics and it was like 50% from Kickstarter and like, you know, 50% from... Uh, from external sources that, like you know, like had heard about us before and, and, yeah. and we went through. And I know that Kickstarter is getting sort of a bad name these days with people like wanting like a year or two years to make products or pushing out delays yeah, 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 all yeah, the yeah. time. And and one of my whenever I do something on on Kickstarter, I at least now I've got two resumes of like I deliver on time. Yeah, like, everybody gets everything that I make them or on early. Time. Or early? Yeah, I think um, my class came early. Actually, oh, I mean, it's always earlier. The closer you live to me, you, uh, sure, like, sure. <laughs> you live hey, in so London, you down might down the have it outside. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I think that the second one was definitely like it was up for uh, debate, like whether or not I was a decent businessman that do what I was doing, or if I was just sort of like a. I don't know, a lucky schmuck that, uh, you know... Got yeah, one-hit wonder Yeah, exactly, one-hit wonder. And um, and now that we're moving into the next stage of the business I uh, talked to you guys about just yeah. briefly before, like, it sort of frees me up with the ability to uh, maybe make some new-gen stuff, maybe make some, you know, like... Like, I really want to do something for Overwatch, and I yeah. feel like their logo is really keened up for, like, doing something cool there. And yeah. I've got some other ideas that I've had on the back burner, and I just talked to a manager at... Uh, I have Riot. He was he was a back end manager. Games. Nice. Yeah, for League of Legends. He was a back end manager and like uh, I think that they, they need some more help in the merchandising department and uh, and I designed something already and, and uh he was interested to Sweet. say the least. So I'm I'm excited to sort of like I establish my brand like like uh, with retro stuff and then I'm hoping to like do a new company that does like all the the newer generation. The new gen cool stuff that yeah. like you know it's not I've like got you're got past,
1: past Kickstarter at. Mm-hmm. Branching out, looks like you don't.
4: Yeah, we're going on past. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's cool. uh, Sweet. Which is so strange. You give, you give uh, young nerd a few thousand dollars. You know, to see what he can do. S- Yeah, see, see, see what, what, he, what can he can do. do. Next thing you know, moving on. Uh, <laughs> my wife just came to make sure that I was uh, eating my pizza because I've been drinking a lot tonight. So. <laughs> right, she's taking care of right. She's like, oh, I need you to function when you get home. You know, we I need to have with, some yeah. carbs. Stop <laughs> with that beer. <laughs>
0: So, from Kickstarter? Yep. Two campaigns? Yes. Both successful? Yes. Moving what's going forward. So, um what happened last year is I actually
4: decided to to go solo. It was it was getting a little bit bigger than You originally my team had how many could. people? We had about 9 people. Oh, wow. People invested into it, right? You, right. Nine. It was it was friends, uh, you know, that that I had known. They put a few hundred dollars down to like, you know, make up for anything that maybe the Kickstarter missed and uh, and they yes, equal equal being, partners not equal partners. Okay. Uh, they were they they uh, they had bought for a certain amount, like every X number of dollars, they got X percentage, and like okay. they all got in that way. But they had uh, responsibilities as well, and then things were just starting to fall apart. People's lives were getting really busy, and like yep. I was, it was like basically, I, I was I was handling a large shoulder load. Yeah. And uh, and we had just launched this new Kickstarter, too. That's where you
0: were at at PAX last year. Yes, yes.
4: exactly. And so, basically, like, uh, ThinkGeek put in this huge order before they got out by GameStop. Yeah. Uh, so, GameStop bought out ThinkGeek for more than uh, Hot Topic. I'm sure that that's common
0: knowledge yeah. for you
4: guys now. But, um, and so, they put in a huge order with us, and then uh, I used a lot of those funds to develop the new products and then uh, also buy out... Uh, the other eight guys and, and leave them with what I thought was a, a good amount I, they all left with you know between you know ten and thirty thousand dollars a piece so nice. I mean, it was, it, it was, it was a good chunk of change for really good change them
3: good,
0: good investment yeah.
4: return yeah and they could take that I most of them went on to basically like become no student loans or yeah, you know like true. no credit card debt or, or whatever and, and then they went on to other careers that are, that are doing very well by themselves yeah. you know and I, I was happy for leave that. on peaceful terms. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's definitely an aspect that they wish they could have stayed on, and they wish that they could have, like, you know, seen it all the way to the end. Or, yeah. But it was definitely getting to a certain degree where, like, guys, like, hey, just wasn't working. We're, there's not enough time to yeah. between all of us. I mean, we're all married, but we all had our own gigs that we were doing on oh, the yeah. side, and... And, you know, when you constantly have to, like, you know, budget out who's going to go to Chicago and who's going to go to Austin, who's going to go to this place, and, like, be a good brand representative and who has the time and who do I yeah. not need to, like, pay money to, like, go and do this thing. Yeah. So it was a challenge. But now uh, we're at where we're at now, and it's just been me, and I've got, you know, a couple other guys like uh, Dan and John John John, and they help me out with the uh, customer service and the event side of things. and. They've been phenomenal, and and uh, yeah, we just got an uh, we just got an offer on the business that we're entertaining. So nice. it's kind of uh, yeah, next level. You ever know what's gonna happen, and then like I feel like I've gotten the startup phase and the the maintenance phase, and then now somebody's like, hey, I think that your business is great, and I can ramp it up and. They put in an offer, so we'll see. That's exciting. That's really exciting. And hopefully what they do with it is come up with new cooler labels. Like We actually just had two labels developed. It was Contraband, which looks super cool. If you guys haven't seen it, check out our Instagram. It's uh, instagram.com inkwhiskey. And uh, we have a uh, contraband, and then we also have bottle toads. Bottle toads is looking pretty <laughs> rad. Oh, I gotta check that one out. I gotta it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of bro oriented. The bottle toads are like kind of stuffing liquor down the, the rats' throats. So oh, remember nice. the old rats? Yeah, like, yeah. They're Kind of like you know drowning them and that stuff. But it's pretty cool. The artist, uh, he, he his name is Stancho out You've of stuck new York, with him through all all of them, right or no? Stancho is a new. He's okay. new actually. Uh, he did the,
1: Kid Liquorist though, right?
4: So Kid Licorice was done by Nathaniel Treffin. Oh, okay. He's local here okay, to okay. this place. Yeah, Nathaniel Treffin. I had he, he, he does
0: pixel by pixel.
4: Like, oh, he's okay. a super, like, into his craft mm-hmm. artist, and he just did phenomenal job. If you get a chance to, like, see him on uh, any of his social media stuff, like, he's definitely worth it. Um, but Stan Cho is an artist I met at New York Comic Con in 2014, and... And he's been producing some things, like, now and then, even just conceptual pieces that look really cool. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited, and hopefully the, you know, the potential buying that hasn't been done yet, but if it does, hopefully what he does is he starts making up new labels. And yeah. Kind of keep tickling us with the nostalgia,
0: you know? So, like, I guess we're going from, I met you before you were Kickstarter, or Kickstarter. Kickstarted. Yeah. I met you during the first Kickstarter, the second sure. Kickstarter... Now we're past the second Kickstarter. Yep. You're possibly entertaining a seller. What is a buyer? Is the, a buyer. Uh, yeah. So, what's next? Do you take the name Ink Whiskey with you? Do you start a new?
4: So I won't be taking the name of Ink Whiskey. Okay. Formula, so, there- but that's actually a positive in my opinion okay. because. <laughs> I I was advised by one of my ex-business partners, ink whiskey doesn't elicit any image into your brain. It doesn't. Like you say, ink whiskey, you're either a tattoo company or a whiskey company. Ink, typically tattoos. Whiskey, typically... Alcohol. Yeah. Um. We sort of started rebranding under the Bartendo line, which is what you guys saw in yep. the second Kickstarter. Bartendo makes way more sense. It does. And I'm fairly certain that, like, you know, if the if the deal goes through, we'll probably register Bartendo as a as an actual so we URL. Do keep Bartendo. Bartendo will likely lose uh, if everything goes through You'll and we do it. all of the selling. It'll be Ink Whiskey and Bartendo. Basically, everything that we have except some of the items that I've developed um, sort of on the side. Yeah, they're, by not, they're up. not They're not up for sale. In, yeah. yeah, exactly. And so, like, I've got about four or five different products that I
0: want to start. Do you by chance have a new company name you're entertaining? Uh, do you want to there, here or
4: no? There have been a couple. There have been a couple. Um, I thought about uh, nerdnax as in, like, KnitNaxx. KnitNaxx. Okay. But uh, somebody's already got that on Etsy. And I was like, uh-huh. oh man, like, shoot. Like, it's one of those things where you start thinking about a name and then you go to the internet and you kind of research your name and you realize there's billions of right. people making billions of names at any given point. We got
1: a tiny taste of that when we were trying to rebrand the podcast.
0: Yeah, when we were trying to go from the legend of, uh-huh. we had a million different ideas. We sat around, we drank absinthe for like three hours Holy going nice. through like different URLs. We could spell like... Two so days. we have a
1: small taste of your pain. Yeah.
0: Absent for
3: three
4: hours, if that doesn't unlock it for you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. We got plug and play out we of it. Plug and, play. <laughs> plug and play is pretty good. I we it's a pretty good one, It's got, you wanted the, something it's got those, the alliteration onto
1: it. And know, something generic good. enough that it couldn't be trademarked. Trademark. Hopefully. And
0: so then I finally googled plug and play, and then... Microsoft trademark it, tried trademarking it, and the federal government denied it. So we're like, all right, we're going to take plug-and-play. But, but now
1: we're confused because No Man's Sky had to settle with a TV company for the name Sky. Scott. Sky. is apparently trademarked.
0: Yeah. So I don't, don't use the word Sky in your new company, just so you know. Let, noted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was thinking, like, Need Geek as well.
4: Like, yeah. Need Geek would be pretty cool, but it doesn't have, like, that – it's not like a – you know, it like doesn't have the. the it's got the double
1: game. E's going on for
4: it. It does. Yeah, I remember. You know, Everybody Think Geek is e's. now owned by some sort of big corporate America. Sure. You know, like GameStop is great, and I used to buy game there when yep. I was all the time, and and uh, I'd even get my World of Warcraft like little players yeah. things at, at GameStop. That was the only place that sold it. Yep. Um, but you know, so so you had Think Geek, but that's sort of another company. that I thought Need Geek, like that would be all right. You know, yeah. because there's sort of a vacuum right now out there. You have. Uh, <laughs> You you have a couple of different uh, websites out that uh, kind of
0: cater to the same kind of cater
4: to the same like you know non licensed gamer f- made by gamers for gamers fan gamer. fan gamer is the one website that's really out there that mm-hmm. I've seen that that's um, the one I can think of that that really makes. Fan-made for fan, like gamer wear. Yeah, and a lot of what fan gamers focused on right now is t-shirts and prints. Right. And like they have an awesome graphic design scene. In no way am I trying to like downplay fan gamer at all. They have some really no, cool stuff. I've bought the them. The wide open Perfect. for. But it's like artificial. in terms of like items that you can sit around, like little decorations, yeah, to put around your house
3: or
0: whatever. Like it's sort of like there's still this massive need, really and like really and cool. so I need some office equipment. So if you could start working on that, that'd be great. There you go, man. I need man. a pen, pen or pencil holder. Very cool. That'd be awesome. Some sort of a safe, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pen or pencil holder. I've got something for that. I think. All right. maybe yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I need one of those for my new desk. Something Metroid
4: or <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or also like, like a, huge,
0: a huge plaque, like where you pulled the master sword out of, like right where in the center, you can just put a bunch of pens right there. That'd be pretty cool.
4: I've thought about that actually. I was thinking about sort of like a crossover between um, uh, King Arthur and then basically like Aquarion uh, of Time,
0: Ocarina of yeah. Time,
4: where it's sort of like the the sword can only be wielded by yeah. like a legendary hero. And, like you pull it out and then it's a bottle opener. But like that's not really for like. You but- know,
0: I could use that at my office too, so it's okay. Uh, it depends on what your <laughs> office
4: is. You know, if you pull it out and it's a pen, like, oh, cool, you yeah. got an awesome pen, but you know, people pay more for a bottle opener than they will yep. for a pen, so it's like <laughs> It's very true. It's very true. It's very true. I'm actually not all about the money. At some point, like, if, if the deal goes through and, you know, I end up getting cut loose, and I can basically finance myself. and. There'll be a lot of money that I'll have to be able to invest in things that I don't think any corporate company in America would ever invest in, but I think would be really cool. So that's what I'm really excited about. That would
3: be So exciting. if you yeah. went back
4: to the
0: drawing table, do you think you'd go back to Kickstarter, Indiegogo?
4: I have uh, a couple of projects that I think I would do on Kickstarter. One of them was like a Marvel-themed product. Okay. Uh, you know, it's a little... Uh, it's a little cup. And so, like, I, I think I would do that on, Kickstarter. Uh, on a Kickstarter. Other so things pretty might be so niche that yeah. I would go, like, and I would just make them. I just put just the money in. Just do it and then let the fans take it themselves. If they like it, they're going to really like it. This is the gamer fandom, right? Yeah. This is my fandom. Yeah. If you like it, you really like it. If you don't like it, yeah, it's obvious. Within the month, you'll know. Yeah, this is not. This is not going to be successful. This is your panhandling. Of, you're this. You're that. You're that. Yeah, so, I want to make that perfect thing, and I want to make a whole like line of perfect things that like people actually want. They want to have in their house. Sort of subtle, not overt geekiness. That yeah. That, that they're happy to have in their home. You know, cool, sweet.
0: Yeah. Is there anything else you want to add to uh, this segment, or no?
4: At the moment, I think you guys have hit everything on the head. We just came back from Rooster Teeth, and it was great. Like you know, yeah. we with the whole uh, red versus blue stuff. We were stuff. Just talking we were about, talking that, about yeah. that before, and like man, Sounds what like a, a lot of fun. what an like a amazing of what an amazing group of people. If you get a chance, it's usually in Austin, Texas, every year, and it's so fun. Um, I met a lot of different people from that show, and it's great. And um, Yeah, so the next convention we're thinking about going to is perhaps um, maybe... QuakeCon okay. in uh, Dallas, Texas. When's that coming up? Um, QuakeCon is aus- uh, August fourth through the seventh. Okay. Uh, it's super cool. We haven't bought our booth for it yet, but it's a huge land, and it's all about like the new age gaming stuff and Quake, obviously. Uh, yeah, you guys have seen. But Bethesda's gonna be there. Intel's gonna be there. It'll be really big. That's gonna be huge. It is in Dallas, so if you're a listener it's from expensive. Dallas, check into it. It's free to go. Oh, is it really? It's free to go. And the last year, I want to say they had like ten to fifteen thousand people attend. Holy yeah, for like a huge land too. Yeah, that's like cool. and there's there's eight thousand dollar tournaments and there's, you know, more than that as well. So Nice. Yeah. You guys look it up. I didn't know about it until relatively recently and now I'm like, oh man, I think I need to go there. <laughs> it's apparently a big drinking convention. They'll do some they'll they'll show some uh, some shows and they'll do like a like a mystery science theater three thousand people just get like a little bit drunk and they watch like the
0: shows go on. That's cool. Yeah. Sweet. Well. <laughs> <up? laughs> My wife you just, just dropped off another little bit. You're <laughs> not eating enough. Just I'm not eating it at all. I'm just chatting well, too much. We
1: could wrap it up so you can finish eating yeah, the pizza. Exactly. Thank that you so much for good. hanging hey, with us yeah, hey It was a
4: pleasure. Some fun, yeah. Like Tim, Zach, it's been great. You guys have been following me for three years, and I couldn't appreciate that more than I do. Honestly, like if there's anything well, okay, I can ever do for, for you. Cool things, if there's anything I can ever do for you, I'll let you making cool. Sounds good. I'll keep doing that. Alright, thanks very much. Yeah, take it easy, guys.
0: All right, well, we are back with Casey Wayland from uh, We're Alive and Weyland Productions.
2: Hello, Zach. Thanks for having me on.
0: Of course. Thank you for returning. Um, we really appreciate it. Uh, now, you guys ran your successful We're Alive off of, uh, well, the past, like, how many years did that take to do the original We're Alive? Uh, four years? The,
2: yeah, the original one ran from 2009 to roughly 2014, so that one was about four to five years to do all four seasons of that. And then uh, then we worked to make uh, our Kickstarter campaign for lockdown, which was uh, sort of a mini series off of that, the original. Um, And we were raising. uh, Well, our target was fifty thousand dollars. And when we were last on your show, we were a little hesitant, weren't we?
0: I I think it was like right before you guys actually hit the uh, start button, I believe. Yeah, I, there was um,
2: a lot of like, are we? There was be a able lot of this? like
0: skepticism in your guys' voice last time I spoke with you guys.
2: Yeah, it was. Uh, and Grayson couldn't be here today. He's he's out running around doing production stuff right now. Um, oh no we're, we're still we are still finishing off our Kickstarter rewards here. Uh, are you really? Yeah. The this. It was a this was a huge project and a you lot guys of undertaking. Offered
0: a lot of cool stuff for uh, Kickstarter rewards for this Kickstarter, particularly. So
2: yeah, it got it. It was probably one of the the hardest things I've ever had to do was this campaign and to get it all done, and we're still finishing it off because it's just uh, it's a lot of work. It is. I mean, when people come into this the Kickstarter thing, you're on the hook to a lot of people for a lot of money. And you really have to work your butt off to get it, uh, across the finish line. And, uh, thankfully we were able to do it. It's just like, there were so many complications down the road that were unexpected that just like, here's another wrench in the engine. Can you deal with it? Kind of thing.
0: (laughs) So that's a, that's a good thing to, uh, bring up and actually bring the light because, you know, there's a lot of failed Kickstarters out there, um, and what people don't realize is that like it's not just a make it or break it. It's not like you get the money and either you're good to go or you get the money and you fail. There are bumps along the way. So why don't you talk to us about some of those issues that you guys had, if you can? Um, sure. About um, like the learning process on this for you.
2: Well, I, I think the the biggest thing that we that I learned and and I had a, a an issue with was uh, dealing with uh, crewing. Um, because I had people signed on to the project from the initial start of Kickstarter that didn't pan out. Like we had an editor who like after recording stepped away from the project and then we brought another person on that was supposed to be working while I was having a baby that didn't. So, Oh no. yeah. So there was a lot of bumps in the road on this one to where my, my, my plan was to finish the production and get it going and done before my child was born and that ended up not being the case and so all of a sudden now instead of it being like a couple months delay just because oh we lost somebody had to bring somebody on but it was more than that because in the middle of it i had a baby and i had a newborn and it's like that entire first month was spent basically running night shifts yeah so so there was a lot of just everything coming at every different end of of trying to deal with it and it just um, fortunately, I mean, once the Kickstarter campaign was successful, like the next week we recorded. So I was like writing blank checks at that point. Oh, uh, nice. So or not blank checks, but checks that hopefully yeah. we're not gonna bounce uh, yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when everything was coming through. And no, it worked out really well. Everyone, uh, we got everything recorded, and that was great. It was the post production part that was just like, oof.
0: So now we got them uh, i think we got them what, like a couple days earlier than everybody else since we were kickstarter reward backers yeah uh, that was, or was it like a week or something like that yeah it was a,
2: a week release for all the kickstarter backers uh was to get their rewards and then the the general release was after and that was incredibly complicated too because when we initially started to do the kickstarter campaign um i wanted to make sure that obviously the kickstarter campaigns get it first mm-hmm. um and do all this stuff and then, as I was working through the licensing deals of trying to do more with the series and have it go a little bit further um, yeah. on the 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 public side of things, I was dealing with having to. So all the Kickstarter rewards were actually hindering those deals because oh, no. uh, there were people who were like, "Well, you're already offering it for these people, so we're 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 not offering it new to others, and so and you're releasing it at different times, and so there was a stagnated release, and so what ended up happening or staggered release, and so that was a problem because. Then we have people who are listening to it early, which then killed our community access. Which So it's just uh, like, it was, I learned a lot. We'll just put yeah. it that way.
0: This is uh, definitely something way different than when you guys did the original uh, We're Alive series. Uh, of how you guys rolled it out anyways. Yeah, no, Like um,
2: that. and honestly, in the future, that's something that I've learned. is like, no, you need to release them all at the it. same time because when you stagger the release then you completely destroy the com- the the community's communication for all the stuff. Yeah. So um yeah, it's a-
0: It turned out amazing though. I I got to say I've listened to it probably like at least 6 times now. Oh
2: wow. And uh,
0: <laughs> but you again like you know this is just a fun thing I do on the side and so I have a 10-hour day job and that's all I do is listen to podcasts. So I, I like to throw in the audio dramas when I can, and really, there's not many of them out there, so I keep ending back up at the original We're Alive, or uh, now uh, Lockdown, so...
2: Yeah, um, it's, it's it's pretty crazy, the amount of work that went into this thing. Like, I, uh, it's countless, countless hours of walking, and uh, using chains, sitting on a bench, yeah. Like everything has to be repeated six times for every character. And it's like, oh, oh. man.
0: So, speaking of lockdown and speaking of Kickstarter, you guys were obviously successful. Um, you guys just got done through this one. I saw along the way that you are going to be helping in production of a movie or a TV show. Is that right?
2: Yeah. Well, it's actually it's another audio drama with okay. some bigger players, actually. Um,. It's uh, I, I, there's certain things I can and can't say about it. I can just okay. pretty basically skirt the uh the press release. There'll be more coming out eventually, uh, soon of other cast members. But um, I can say that Lawrence Fishburne and Lorenz Tate are attached to it, and oh wow, yeah, it's got some big players involved. And I think well, part of the part of the the aftermath of doing a successful uh, Kickstarter campaign is people start to take you a little bit more seriously then. And yes. so it was nice to show the uh the the more hollywood mainstream uh people that know this is a this is a growing medium and needs to be taken seriously and and some people paid paid attention and now um i got representation through an agency and i have an agent now of all things and oh wow so it like it, it came into it came into light that this is a, a truly profitable business and and hopefully, like, I'm I'm developing a, a book on audio theater now and how you create it. And so it really has just spurred me. And, and part of it has actually uh, got me to leave my full-time job now. So it's... That's awesome. It's doing, it's doing amazing things. And so this is really is, um, at the source of it, a Kickstarter into a career, you know?
0: That's amazing. Um... Are you going to be continuing with Wayland Productions and doing your own thing? Or are you at the point where you're going to start working under people and moving into that side of it? Um, I guess the real question I'm getting at is, are we going to hear more uh, We're Alive stories um, in the future?
2: Yeah. So, uh, so right now, I'm, I'm actually doing a mix of both where I'm okay. um, working for other people. Uh, doing audio productions is going to be paying the bills for me. Yes, it's gonna be. That's the one where it's like the breadwinner. Yeah, that's that's the bread. That's the breadwinner for now. Um, as I um as I do this full time and build a business around it, it's it's got a lot of little things to figure out: finances, accounting, all it's you know mm-hmm. that all fun thing. Um, but ultimately, I am gonna be creating more. We're alive content. I am doubling down on the medium. Um, right now, I'm in pre-production for um. Uh, doing Gold Rush, which is a new version uh, or another version of We're Alive and like Lockdown. It's a new self-contained story, different genre, a little different style, and ultimately brings back some of the old characters from the old days. Um, Just, you know, it's it's something new. It's an experimentation. And I think Mm -hmm. uh, with audio dramas and my sort of like trademarking phrase, audio theater for the mind that I'm trying to push across, um, is designing audio entertainment specifically for your mind it's like i want you to see the stories and yeah so it's it's i'm building an empire in a way
0: oh yeah of course um when is that going to be releasing or going to be getting teased do you know
2: um well right now it's uh it's in it's in pre-production meaning that i'm going through the stories um i'm getting some of the people involved uh alerted that i'm i'm gonna come back and, and maybe bring their character back uh in different ways and so I'm really, uh, really working on um, sort of like building it right now of the the, of the structure for it. While I'm doing that, the Lawrence Fishman production, because right now that's that production is taking up a lot of my time. So I'm sort of like I'm multitasking like the best of them, where I'm trying to get a little bit of everything worked on at the same time, while also trying to get those good old Kickstarter lockdown uh, <laughs> rewards out. Which, uh, which by the way, I will say that I am making headway on. Um, it's just, like, there's a lot of stuff we had to manufacture, and a lot of, uh, proofs, and, like, you don't want to make a CD set that looks like crap, or breaks for during shipping, and so it's, it's a lot more complicated than just, just getting stuff and shipping it, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, that's what I was just gonna say, is what was the hardest Kickstarter reward, uh, to get back out to your backers?
2: Uh, the CD set is the the largest one, because... Uh, yeah, some of the uh, some of the Kickstarter rewards are hard. Like the CD set is like bar none the hardest one to make because we're we're having to do the artwork for it. We're having to do the template to make sure it fits in the CD set. Like oh now you got to get a proof made, make sure it looks right, and then oh make some further adjustments here or there, and then oh you need to get a UPC, and oh now you got to get a CD mastering of your uh, of the audio. So it's like oh and by the way nobody masters CDs anymore, so you have. All the technology that you had on your Mac before when you did it in 2010 doesn't exist anymore. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yay. So do you think that you'd be heading back to Kickstarter in the future, or do you think that that's just a kind of a one-hit sort of thing for lockdown, and uh, you hopefully will be able to fund it out of your own pocket, you think, going in the future? Um,
2: I, I think so. I think I, think I like Kickstarter, and I, I do love the fundamentals of Kickstarter and how it works, Um, but the biggest thing that it does is it does control your production a bit. And, um, it, it it did hinder what I was able to do in the end for it. So, um, I'm learning, I'm probably not going to go with Kickstarter for the neck for gold rush. Um, I have a way to make it work without it. Um, and, uh, do more things on the back end instead of the front end with some of the people involved. So, and the great thing is because we've been established, I can do that instead of like saying, Hey, I'm gonna pay you X amount up front. I'm gonna give you X amount on the back end, and most people will take the back end deal because yeah, that means it's like oh, that's income versus a payment.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Um, I really don't have anything else to ask you right now. Currently, um,
2: <laughs> I I burned out all your questions. Yeah,
0: no, I'm just I'm just glad to hear everything's going good. I just wanted to recap with you. And uh, see how everything went for you, and you know, hear of your experience, and just tell you how great of a episode or great of a series it was, and uh, that we really do look forward to hearing more stories from uh, We're Alive, and from anything else that you're into as well. So,
2: well, thank you very much. I really do appreciate that. It's yeah, lockdown was lockdown was an incredible learning experience, and I think it is one of those steps that I had to take as crazy and hectic and disastrous as it was losing people and really stretching relationships thin in terms of getting it done. Mm. And ultimately, in the end, the product is amazing. And that's all that really that's the most that's the thing that matters the most. Yeah. And I'm glad that like there were were no compromises in the story. And there was, I think, only like maybe one or two changes that we had to make for time that weren't even big deals. They were like something that was like, ah you know what? We don't really need to do that in there. That's not necessary.
0: Gotcha. I will say, though, the very last episode you guys released, uh, when you guys toned it all the way down and muted it for, like, I don't know, what was it like? It felt like forever, but it was probably, like, two seconds. Uh, <laughs> I thought that episode was over, and I was like, wait, I could have said this said, like, an hour, or how long it was like, an hour and a half or something?
2: Yeah. yeah. There's actually, we've, we've, it's not the first time we've done that, either. If you go back to, uh, I think, the end of season three. Yes. something after the credits as well.
0: Yes. Yes. And then, but that's when the big uh, reveal happens, and then it like it's only like a quarter of the way through at that point, and then it picks back up again, and uh, the big yeah, reveal. yeah, it's a full on
2: scene at the end. Yeah. Like it, it's that was something. I was like, can I get away with doing? Because typically those 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 ending after credits moments or only one scene. Yeah. And in, in the in the Marvel world and when you watch those movies on screen, it is one scene and that's how they can get away with it cuz it's only one. Yeah. This was like uh no, this is like two environment this is the same environment at two different times. Uh, fortunately, because of the music cue I was able to get away with it and because it stayed so close to the original that I was like, okay, we can have them come in and then move them and then make it work and then add on a little tiny bit at the end. As long as the music can bind it together, we're gonna be good, and that's exactly what he was able to do.
0: Yeah, that was amazing. And uh I I just yeah, that the whole lockdown story was amazing. It was uh really good. And I'm hoping that in the future maybe we get to hear more about the families.
2: Oh so Yeah, that's uh that might be there Lockdown is the next one I'm working on, but there is Remnants of an outline for uh, something involving the family. After that, okay, which might not even have zombies, which is a weird concept to think of. We're alive without zombies, but that uh, is a weird concept. But it can be done. No, it, it can. can be done. It
0: can. It would be like a pre-apocalypse breakdown.
2: Yeah, no, that, that's exactly what it is, and we would go. It would be more of a. Uh, more focused on something different, but the characters and everything like that's the thing about We're Live is the zombies are part of it, they're, they're not the entire thing, though.
0: Exactly, it's, it's uh, you could lose the zombies and still keep the story going, whereas some of the other shows and other things out there, if you take the zombies out, they're basically floundering. Uh, yeah,
2: and that's that's not what I wanted when I created a series. Is I like, no, I want to have something that is that's good and mm-hmm. well rounded and, and deep with characters, and I think. Um, well, it's just, I, I, think it has to do a lot with just kind of experience and learning what works and what doesn't through writing a shit ton of we're alive. And I hope I can say that.
0: Yeah, no, you can. Okay. There,
2: there's been a lot worse
0: stuff said on this podcast. <laughs> um, so if you're thinking about doing a family thing, let me just ask you this. Are you thinking possibly Angel might come back into the play? Cause that was a pretty big turning point in we're alive When you find out that he had the ring, um, it was somehow linked into the family, but you never really went down that path. So if this is beforehand, do you think that we'd revisit some of those characters that were part of the family?
2: Yeah, it would be, it would, uh, a lot of, it would be a big thing about filling in the blanks because lockdown, not to spoil anything in the, in lockdown, but the family does play Mm -hmm. uh, a role in the story. Yes, they do. And, um... And even in We're Alive, it plays a role in both stories, but you don't really get to know how it works in that world. So this would be that reveal of that. And that's I think That'd be ultimately awesome. ultimately there would be... Um, I, I actually have... This is just the, the tip of the iceberg in terms of the stories that I have of the things I want to produce. Mm-hmm. I have two other series that are already outlined and ready to go. These are things to... Help ramp up to get us to that stage where we can do those things full time. Because literally, um, if we were to do another Kickstarter for another series, it would have to be uh, two hundred thousand plus a season. Really? Just because? Yeah. Just because that's the essential like costs. Two hundred thousand, maybe plus or minus in there somewhere. Yeah. But, um, but to do a full cast of characters um, that are union that you have editors and everyone's making a a, a wage and yes. and things like that Livable. like yeah and that's that's paying them on the front end not the back end so what I'm doing with Gold Rush is sort of like you know one of those things that they don't do in Hollywood something that they never do is they don't really cut you percentages cuz that's where the studios make money um they they put the money up so that other people can make more money so the the fronters that's where they generate more revenue so this is where like because we're our own business we can do that kind of thing and and become our own empire in a way and control the ins and outs of everything and take over um, the world. Basically, yes. yes. And I think when you create a business that rewards the people who get involved in the stories that you create, you're just going to create an environment that is like an R&D development of, you know, back in the day where it's like you contribute to this general greatness and work hard and make it work and and do well. More revenue comes in. In the end, you make yourself a career path on your own, and basically get stake in the company in a way.
0: Awesome. Um, I yeah, I think that's pretty much it, Casey. Uh, you want to plug some of the places where we can find you, connect with you, and stay in touch, so that uh, we can hear when Gold Rush comes out or is, you know, get updates on it and uh, anything else you're got your hands in.
2: Sure, sure. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll be definitely talking about the uh, the new productions and stuff. Uh, So follow me on Twitter at Wayland Prode, and on Facebook, uh, if you just type in Casey Wayland, I'm going to come up in a couple searches. Okay. Or you can just go to WhereAlive.com or Wayland.ws, which is our production website that has some other extra goodies in there for uh, audio producing and things like that.
0: Okay, awesome. I will gladly jump over there and check that out. Uh, Well, I really appreciate you taking some time out of your day to sit down with us, and uh, hopefully. We will be talking in the future when some of your other
2: stuff starts coming around. Awesome. Well, thank you much, Zach, for having me on. And as always, keep kickstarting. All right. Thank you.
0: Hey guys thanks for tuning back and we just got done speaking with matt live at uh megabyte pizza we got to hear the interview i did with uh casey wayland from we're alive and now we are back at my place because we shut megabyte down we took a bite out of the mega and just anyways we're at my place now and we are drinking 10 barrel apocalypse apocalypse ipa and we're moving back up to the top of the show, Tim. All tech right. Talk. Let's do
1: some Tech Talk. All right, I'm so i to this...
0: talk during the Tech Talk.
1: I'm going to This
0: is your fucking segment. 100 weeks. I was pausing for the theme music, you asshole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Technology. Buy it easy,
3: crash it,
1: Um, so uh, this week Jessica posted a really good article about the Hisense H8 4K HDR Smart TV. So why should you care about this TV? First of all, it's 500 bucks for a 50 inch TV, and it's a good TV. Um,
0: That's like 10 bucks per inch.
1: Well, it's 4K, 500 dollars for four. So
0: divide that by four.
1: Oh, we're not gonna get into numbers. There's...
0: Jesus, we're doing this. Keep talking.
1: Okay. So, high sense, you're like, what the so hell? So, I is-
0: said $10 what per inch is- divided by 4. So, that's $2.50 per inch because it's 4K per inch.
1: I'm not following your math, but I'm just going to roll with it. Alright, sure. let's do it.
0: Fine. $2.50 per inch, people.
1: Sweet. Okay. So, you're thinking high sense. You're thinking, what is this thing? Is this some kind of Westinghouse, JVC piece of crap? But no, um, Hisense is... I was thinking
0: more like uh, Polaroid or something like that. Polaroid,
1: yeah. I remember when they made TVs. That was pretty funny. (laughs) Um, But no, they have recently bought out uh, Sharp, and they are doing projects with Hitachi. So they actually have the tech expertise to um, bring a good TV to market. And this is a good TV when you look at... If you look numbers, Zach, this displays 1.7 billion colors.
0: Okay, hold on. Let me put
1: that in my calculator. 4.7... Or, sorry, 4K resolution.
0: Shit. Um, 1.7. Here's another look. number
1: for you. How about 8.5 millisecond uh, response time? That's amazing. If you're, if you're a gamer, you care about response time. That's pretty sweet. So, um, a budget TV with awesome specs is definitely something you should be looking at. And Jessica's had hers for at least a month now. And she's very happy with it.
0: And she doesn't buy cheap shit, so no. for her to go with something like this is pretty impressive. So
1: there's a lot more detail in this article, um, but it's a lot easier to read than to uh, for me to go through. But there's all sorts of different um, refresh rates you can use on it. Um, the resolution, uh, like I said, is amazing. Refresh rate's great. Um, high dynamic range and color. Go check out the article PlugAndPlayGamer.com under tech. Um, that's this week's Tech Talk.
0: Sweet. Moving on down, we asked you guys a question last week. Um, last week's question was what was your favorite what was your favorite moment in the last 99 episodes that's right guys this is one double zero episode so last 99 episodes I didn't say double zero seven. fuck you
1: I got 99 problems in 007 I won
0: <laughs> so what was your guys' favorite moment in wait the hold last... on
1: hold on what was your favorite moment Zach
0: my favorite moment you want me to get sentimental here, i you want me to pull something out of my ass? But probably my favorite moment in the past 99 episodes is when we actually became plug-and-play. Mm. So, okay, switching from The Legend of, trying to do the whole thing solo, to bringing you on board, to getting to plug-and-play where we're at now. It's probably been my favorite moment. The funniest moment... I don't know, I really enjoy those PAX ones that we do.
1: Yeah, PAX is a lot of fun. Yeah. It's exhausting, but it's so much fun. Exactly. So what about you? That's easy. It's the episode where you started hiccuping. Oh, and you, shit. And you were, <laughs> you were trying to read news stories and hiccuping. <laughs> it was the best. Uh, I like what you did. That's hiccup. happened a
0: few times. Not as not as, there good as that There was one
1: episode where it was epic. Like, you were like, you literally could not talk. The hiccups were so strong. That but you sucks. kept trying to read the news story. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just dying over here laughing. <laughs> it was the best thing ever. Uh, I probably replayed that bit. Like, four bits once you published <laughs> the episode. But, anyway, you guys responded, and thank you for doing that. Yep. Um, Got a couple um, audio um, submissions from uh, Jessica. Hey, Zach and Tim. Just wanted to send you guys a quick note here to congratulate you on hitting 100 episodes of the Plug and Play podcast. You guys are really talented. It's really awesome for me to be able to tune in to your show every week. It's really funny and also, of course, very entertaining and informative. I have a great time every time I tune in. So, you guys, I hope you really continue the show, continue to do great things. I love your work at Plug and Play Gamer.com and, of course, the ButtonSmashers.com as well. Lots of talented stuff there. And I'd love to see the podcast. Podcast continue, it'd be really awesome if it could hit at least 250 episodes, maybe more. So, keep fighting the good fight, uh, keep making some awesome podcasts, and here's to another 100 or 150
0: more episodes, or who knows, maybe the sky is the limit. So we got that one from Jess, and we appreciate that.
1: Thank you, Jessica. Yep. Um, we appreciate your contributions to the site, and we hope that you are along with us for the next 150 episodes on PlugandPlayGamer.com.
0: Exactly. We also got a response from at Skyrim, a Skyrim Attic. Um, Which is the Skyrimatic podcast from Facebook. Uh, He said, my favorite memory is the bathroom remodel. And in general, I love the live from brewery shows with the ambient bar sounds. And I'm not really sure if uh, by the time that we're done recording or by the time this episode goes live, if you guys have sent in other audio files, um, we'll go ahead and plug those all right here. And if not, then we're just fucking continuing and there was nothing there except nothing for cricket noise. There's was just cricket noise. But we got so, some letters
1: too from the site.
0: We did. So I'll go ahead and read those really quick. Clara Person says, My favorite moment was the segment Why should you like us and rate us on iTunes and Stitcher? Sorry, Tim. Yeah, I'm really, so, Tim. I'm
1: really sorry that segment went away. That's yeah, just, it's, that's,
0: fuck, it fucking sucks. Huh? Just we should bring that back <laughs> live on episode 100. We're bringing that segment back. Tim, why should they like us and rate us on iTunes and Stitcher? You mean like right now? Yep.
1: Alright, imagine a world.
0: Okay, imagining a world. It's got a green surface to it with okay. some bloody red rivers in it. It's really fucked up. Okay,
1: imagine a world without beer.
0: That's the world I'm imagining. That's the reason why the
3: rivers are bloody.
1: This nightmare planet brought to you by Zach could come to pass. It could. We don't know why or how, but it could. Yeah? If you don't like us and rate us on iTunes. Suddenly there could be an epidemic of a hop rot that destroyed all hops in the world. And that hop rot could be a mutation from the brainwaves sent from the general public because they did not have the Plug and Play podcast delivered to their e-lobes because... You do not let them know about it because you do not like us on radios and iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play. I'm
0: thinking they shouldn't like us on radios, just so I can take over no. the planet.
1: No, no, we need beer.
0: I might need is Proof that
1: God loves us. You don't want God to hate us, do you?
0: No, God loves us, and that's okay. why He prevent, lets me take over the planet.
1: No, prevent the hop rot. Oh, don't listen it. to Zach. Like us, rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere else you can find. If we're playing on LinkedIn somehow, like us on LinkedIn. We don't even have an account on LinkedIn. Make one <laughs> and then like it.
0: Make us an account on LinkedIn and then like it. Yes. And send us the information so we can like it.
1: There. I hope you're happy, Claire person.
0: Thanks, Claire person. Thanks for rooting my life. Moving on to John Abbott. Your whole war with Q is pretty funny. That was pretty funny. I yes. think we fucking won that war because he still hasn't played the game that Tim and I were talking about. I
1: looked on his Steam account and I did not see any time spent on Had a Full Boyfriend, the awesome pigeon dating simulator that I gifted him during our war.
0: Yep. So we won. We won. Cat Olin, hope I said that right, says Hella Cravings. That's all I need to say about that. And Hella Cravings, if you guys don't remember, was that song from a few weeks ago. It was like, oh my damn.
1: Yeah, so it was a good song.
0: Yep. The so uh, that was pretty good. And that's all that we currently have. So like I said before we plug those audio clips in if anybody else submitted them before we upload this. And if not, we're moving down to game news and industry events.
1: So, I looked for some game news, there's a couple things, but because we're kind of running long, I'm just going to skip them this week and go right into game releases.
0: Oh yeah, oh my damn.
1: We got Banner Saga 2 uh, for PS4. I think it's already out on other platforms. Pretty
0: positive it's out on Steam at least.
1: So, Energy Hook is now coming out on PS4 as well. Fury, um, not furry.
0: The furry lover community is getting off on this.
1: Fury, not furry. I think it's PlayStation Plus Freebie, too. So, get your Fury on for free Keep on your PS4. On. So, it's free on PS4. If you want it on PC, you got to pay. Just like Rocket League. Yep. Uh <laughs> yeah, huh. That sucks. Lost C, PS4. Speaking you of Rocket League. Don't Le- lost Le- at C. Why not? I don't know. It
0: fucking sucks, I think. So,
1: you find, like, a friend, like, volleyball, and you name him Wilson, and you have, like, a party on the beach. It's great. Uh, Rocket That's League. True. Collector's Edition. Retail. Xbox One. PS4. PC. Do you know what? makes it a collector's edition does it come with all the DLC there's all these games? I'm okay. assuming so Romance of the Three Kingdoms 13 my god there's been 13 of these I'm never playing this game my dad loved this game so I hate this game PS4 PC <laughs> never playing it Romance of the Three Kingdoms okay The Room 2 for PC which I am convinced was thinking Think
0: Ring Android game
1: I well probably more popular on iOS
0: well um, fuck those people. one of those
1: things where you like search a picture for hidden things castle storm comes out for rift and gear vr so you
0: have gear vr
1: i do i need to check that out when it comes out have you checked
0: out naughtyamerica.com on your gear vr yet no i honestly haven't
1: i would admit to you too and i haven't damn it well it's just weird like
0: can i borrow you no Now, (laughs) now you can never
1: borrow my gear vr there's not enough hand sanitizing wipes in the world okay moving on inside the game that i want to play is coming out for pc um doesn't say here if it's Steam or Windows so we'll find out if it's a Windows game only. The Lion Song Episode 1 Silence I think it's silence is better than that. Damn it. Comes out for PC. So episodic game that we I don't know what, what it's all about. Episode
0: 1 is where Simba's dad gets killed.
1: Well let's have a moment of silence then. Yes. The the, okay. Nurse Love Addiction.
0: Nurse Loves Dick 2K16.
1: Now Breast Feeding Sim K Two Six Two K Sixteen.
0: Nice. Okay.
1: Um. Anyway, you can check that out on July seventh on PC. You check that out. It's for you. Check out some Nurse Love Addiction. Trizeal Zeal remi- Remix. That sounds like a something you put on your lawn. Maybe that would help your lawn.
3: Maybe.
1: <laughs> Maybe you need some Trizeal Remix. Carmageddon Max. Lawn
0: Two K Sixteen still happening, people.
1: Carmageddon Max damage. Don't know. If I it's...
0: used to love Carmageddon. Never played Max damage. It might so. be a
1: new game, or it just could be a re. Hawken, though, comes out Xbox Haken? One. Hawken?
0: I have played that before. Get your
1: mech combat on. They used to be on.
3: free-to-play. It probably...
1: Well, I don't know. I shouldn't speak. It might be or might not be. The other 99 comes out for PSC. Seventh Dragon 3 Code comes out for 3DS.
3: Aw, oh,
0: yeah. It's
1: got to be a JRPG with that title. And are cute, it's Like Anarchy, but cute. Xbox One and PC.
0: That sounds like a Q game.
1: Ghost Turds comes out for Xbox One and PS Four. Who are you gonna P- call? Ghost Turds. Ghost
0: Turds. I
1: don't want to we'll talk about this.
0: It's supposed to be a really
1: cool VR
0: experience Ba-da-da-da. with
1: Ghostbusters somewhere. Kill Strain, uh, PS Four.
0: Do you even like my like melody thing? I'm just no. I'm it. just
1: ignoring it, hoping right. it stops. Cause it's it's making cats scream in the next neighborhood. Um, Militant.
0: They slit their own throats. Militants? No, the cats in the next neighborhood.
1: They do? the suicidal <laughs> cats?
0: <laughs> what am I saying?
1: Well, there you must not have any cats in the neighborhood then. Nope. Alright. Militant. PS4 PC. Mobile Suit Gundam Extreme. BS Force comes out. Did you
0: say BS Force? VS Force. Oh, VS, like VS Force. Like Vita.
1: BS Force. Because it comes out with <laughs> a Vita.
0: Oh, nice. The Me- last Vita game. We're no. holding out for the
3: struggle, man.
1: People keep saying that. And then, you know, one or two more Vita games come out. Moon Hunters comes out for PS4. What Poly the fuck Bridge. Is moon hunters? I don't know. Hunt the moon. Okay. Um, I would just look up in the sky. Would probably be the best way to do it. Probably. Uh, Found it. Poly Bridge. <laughs> Poly Bridge for PC.
0: So like the that's the Minecraft uh, bridge builder. Minecraft build.
1: So for build not,
0: bridge 2K16.
1: For not knowing or or not liking Minecraft, you seem to know a lot about it.
0: Well, it's a polygon.
1: Oh, I see. That's how you're going with it. Yep. Okay, Song of the Deep comes out for Xbox One, PS4, and PC. And that game is notable because it's published by GameStop. So, um, yeah, walk into that store. So
0: don't go to a GameStop anytime soon around July, before July 12th or after. Like,
1: hey, guys, you got to pre-order this awesome game, Song of the then Deep. They'll be
0: like, hey, if you pre-order two games, we'll just give you Song of the
1: Deep. So, uh, guys, in two months, you can pick up Song of the Deep for $5 instead of $15. That's and it's a 99 cent It might be, yeah. Uh, Super Mutant Alien Assault.
0: Actually, it'd be kind of interesting going to a GameStop to see what type of like floor space they give it.
1: That would be actually. Uh, July 12th. Okay, so that's like a week from now?
0: Yeah, something like
1: that. Okay. So we should do that. Okay. Super Mutant Alien Assault, Xbox One, PS4, PC. Tumblestone comes out for the odd combination of PS4, Wii U, and PC. No Xbox One love.
0: That's weird.
1: And Video Ball, Xbox One, PS4, PC. Huh. And that's your releases for this week.
0: Sweet. Well, this, guys, has been episode 100. Um, we're not going to ask you guys a question this week uh, because we're going to take a week off. So, 100 weeks in, we figure we got a weekend to take off. So, this week is the week we're taking off. Don't forget to check us out at facebook.com forward slash plug and play show, Twitter, and Instagram at plug and play cast. Facebook. Uh, I already said that one. YouTube.com forward slash plug and play gamer. You can always check out our articles and our podcasts being hosted from PlugandPlayGamer.com. You guys can check out PlugandPlayCast.com where you guys can like all of our social medias, uh, find us there, and find all the ways to check out this podcast that you guys love so much, as well as the TheButtonSmashers.com. So until next week, guys, on episode 101, that's right, we're coming out of the vault. Don't forget to prime and
3: shine.